Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, 97.1. So, yes, Tuesdays with TJ, 3 o'clock instead of 5. I can't speak to whatever the hell you're wearing. You look absolutely ridiculous. Forrest Gump, man. Okay. Best movie of all time. It's a great movie. It's a ridiculous outfit. I I got a lot of compliments on it, so I disagree with you. Okay, well. I think you're in the minority on that one. That's fair. I'm probably in the minority, too, that I actually believe you guys could win the division. So there's that. Hey, you know, I mean, hey, it's obviously tough. We haven't won a football game in about a month. Yeah, yeah, but, you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, hey, it's tough, man. It's tough going in, you know, every Monday and uh, kind of same old thing the last couple of weeks, just, you know, here and, hey, we're not far off or that close, but it, it gets old after a while. I think there's got to be some urgency that kicks in. And um, you could tell, I mean, meetings were, you know, the, we did not have a fun day yesterday. You're watching the film, going over everything, practicing. It was a. Uh, it was a tough day. A lot of guys, uh, you know, really upset with the way we performed, especially primetime game at home and, and dropping three straight, uh, dropping to one and three at home, which is, uh, you know, definitely <laughs> definitely not good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing we can do is get back to work. Got an extra day this week to, you know, kind of kind of take it, you know, get, get more work in, as much work as we can possibly get, and uh, hopefully uh, go up to Green Bay this week ready to roll. You've gone back and watched it. I mean, how, how can – I mean, there's no other way for me to say it. How can you be that terrible in the red zone? How does that happen? A lot of errors, I think. Uh, biggest thing, obviously, when you're on the goal line two times and you, you, you don't come away with a touchdown either times is uh, very disheartening, especially you know up front playing offensive line. When you're down there and the coach calls run plays, uh, that's that's really the only time as an offensive lineman that your number gets called. I mean, they, they trust you to go get the job done, punch it in for six, and uh, we didn't get it done on, on either of those two drives. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, heard a lot, you know, watching the film yesterday, especially in that offensive line room, uh, knowing that, you know, th- those two drives played a, played a big part of the outcome of that game. I mean, it was just something that we talk about. Just we, we got to execute better down there. We got to have better urgency when we're on the goal line in those must have situations, especially in a tight game. And we've got to find a way to punch it in and, and, and take the lead. So that's something that uh, definitely, uh, you know, doesn't sit well in your stomach the way we perform there in those couple series, especially. But uh, got to find a way to get better, man. And it's just something, you know, there's no magical recipe. We got it. I mean, we just got to go back to work and, and just have a little bit more focus, a little bit more urgency. You magic about it. Yes, Jim. Yeah. You know, you explain. Let me throw the number out because you said something to me and I thought it was interesting. I mean, it was, it's crazy when you think about it, but 248 539 9797. If you want to get in and talk to TJ Lang, ask a question. And again, Sully always reminds me it does not have to be football related because, well, listen, there's only going to be so much I can get out of this guy. So if you want to screw around, you're welcome to. Especially it's Halloween as well. Maybe you have some Halloween questions for him too. I don't. Um, so the people can call in with that or they can take a text in 97136. But you explained it to me. So, all right, the third down play, right, before mm-hmm. the ridiculous called, well, hey, let's pass up points and go for it. The third down play, you explained it that basically you and Rick had a combo block. Mm-hmm. You destroyed the guy so bad that you lost your balance and fell over. 
And in essence, you weren't able to go to the second level to get your guy, and that ended up being a guy that tackled Washington? Yeah. And that's did, did I describe that, that correctly? Yes. And I knew it as soon as the play happened. I was I was really pissed at myself because I knew that was my guy that, that you know, made the play in the backfield. And uh, just a simple, you know, zone play on the goal line. I mean, Rick and I went, hit the hit the defensive lineman. He fell down. We got tangled up. I didn't get up to my backer. And, uh, you know, he shot through the gap. And right away I knew it was my guy. So, um, you know, I'm not making excuses. I mean, that's that's my job. I mean, our job is to double team, uh, get up to the second level, give our back a chance to find a crease. And, and me personally, I didn't get it done on that play. So that I take full, full blame and full responsibility for that one play. And that's what really, you know, made me feel like crap man Sunday night and and even all day yesterday watching the film you feel like you know when your number's called on the goal line especially as an offensive lineman you got to get the job done and I felt like at that point of the game in that particular play that series I, I feel like I, I was responsible for you know letting the letting the team down but not not giving the running back a, a chance to score there so you well, know me the, personally I got to got to get better in that situation what was the conversation so Rick ends up hurting his ankle it looked like he was gone for the game at that point what's mm-hmm. so what's the conversation now Headed to fourth down. Did you expect you guys would just kick the field goal, take the lead? You just lost your right tackle? Or did you actually expect to pass up points there and go for it? Uh, I think as a player, uh, you it's, it's different from from coaching and it's different from playing. Anytime you're playing, anytime you're in a fourth and short situation, I think every single player it wants the faith and the confidence from the coaching staff that you can go out there and get the job done. I think so when we you know, saw Rick obviously went off the field. It gave us a little bit of a timeout there uh, to think about where we're going on. You saw the offense, you know, the quarterback come back on the field, and right there, it's like, all right, you know, I love it. Let's go get this one yard. If we, if they can stop us from one yard, we probably don't deserve to win this game. That's how you feel, and, and I feel like that. And all really fourth, you know, third and one, fourth and one, fourth and goal from the one. It doesn't matter what the situation is. I'm never going to second guess going for it because that's the coach putting full confidence, full faith in, in your offense to go out there and. Get it three feet and go get a touchdown and we didn't get it done and it's I, I put that 100% on the players for not executing because when it comes down to it you can talk all you want about play calls should have did this yeah should have done that you talk about hindsight and it doesn't matter man I, I'm, ne- I'm never going to complain about the, the play calls I, I complain about just myself and my teammates just not executing in that time where everybody on the sidelines putting their faith in you to go get go get that one yard and you just don't get it done it's it's really uh, it doesn't feel great and I, I put that 100% on the players sully brought this up yesterday and if you and again i don't know if you even remember the moment but it was on the was it mike was it first and goal where there was nobody lined up over it was second and goal from the one nobody lined up over stafford and i believe you guys ended up throwing the ball on second down instead of checking to a sneak how does that work does stafford have the ability to go hey there's there's no three technique lined up over Mm -hmm. i can just sneak this yeah. I mean, do you remember the play I'm talking about? I, do you look at that and notice that, or are you just zoned in on your guy? I didn't notice it at the time. Um, honestly, when you're in the huddle, you get a play call, you go to the line, you kind of dissect the defense, what what pressure might be coming. And, and in that situation, I had no idea that you know there was an open A-gap, a chance to even run it in until I, I got a chance to watch the film yesterday. And that's something that... Uh, that obviously we discussed. You know, if we get a look similar similar to that, uh, where they're kind of giving you <laughs> an open a gap. Hey, we've always got you know Matthew's always got freedom to kind of check to that sneak. So that's something that we're obviously going to have 
uh, you know, loaded up in the back of our mind for the next time we get a situation like that. But as a player, you get to the line and, and you don't even think about, you know, what the possible checks are. You just focus in on what the huddle call is and, and how you can uh, execute your block. All right, so that's on him. All right, so later in the game. No, I wouldn't say it's on him. I, I mean, I think, you know, there, there's, it's not a call that comes in like, hey, let's run this, alert QB sneak. I don't think that's anything that's ever in the play call. I think... Uh, you know, in that particular play, we had a pass called uh, right. down, and we were expecting, you know, to get a good play action sell and get somebody free in the back end, which didn't happen. They did a great job of covering it up, and you watch the film. It, it, it happens like that every single play. I mean, honestly, you watch the film and you look at the defense and you say, oh, man, would have been nice if we could have checked to that. But that's just not real life football. You know, it doesn't happen. You, do, you have limited time so when you're you at the line of scrimmage. I'm and trying to understand. So you're option. telling me Matt couldn't check to a sneak there? I'm not saying he couldn't have, but I'm just saying it, it, it wasn't. Uh, um, major option in that that particular play i mean i think you know obviously when you're when you're running a play action pass down at the one yard line you expect you know the safeties the linebackers kind of suck up into the line and and, and get a kind of easy touchdown but it didn't happen that way and there's i mean there's like i said there's probably 25 30 plays a game when you get up there and you say man would have been nice to run that one uh well we didn't but it doesn't matter you got to execute the play that's called and and as players got to take responsibility and make sure it works 2485399797 TJ Lang with us now instead of 5 we had a little we had a little scheduling deal so it's simple if you got questions for TJ about the Sunday night game i mean you guys have heard my thoughts the last day and a half if you want his you got a question that's fine it does not have to be football. You are welcome. I mean, we've had some strange questions come through, but it's your prerogative. Sully, do you have the ticket text 97136? We'll get to those soon. Plenty, yeah, and always uh, can use more questions, too. All right, line those up. We'll get to it. Uh, and TJ will get some of the phone calls. And I want to ask you about a couple of NFL issues. Kiko Alonso not suspended. The Zeke Elliott news. Jerry Jones made some comments. I want to get your thoughts on those things. I'm sure the people will fill in the blanks and ask some ridiculous stuff, but that's fine. We'll do more of that next, and I assume you'll be keeping this ridiculous outfit on. Now I'm getting a little hot, actually. With I was going to say, so. that looks brutal. <laughs> All right, 97.1, TJ Lang joining us. little different schedule this week, 3 o'clock instead of 5. TJ, before we get the rapid fire, we've got um, – I wanted you to address a couple of these issues. Um one of which, an article in the newspaper, and I don't agree with it, but I, I want to ask it. Carlos Monarez wrote it in the Free Press uh, saying that Jim Caldwell's losing control of himself and the team. I think that's a little melodramatic, but I want your spin on that as that is kind of the hot-button article uh, in the newspaper today. Um, that's the first I've heard about it. I never haven't seen the article yet, but no, I 100% disagree with that. I think we're... All in this together, win or lose. Uh, you know, Ooh, there's, that's there's a big no, right no there. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's, <laughs> there's never any division uh, between the, the coaching ranks and the players. Everybody's in it together. It's never you coming on Mondays and the coaches are, you know, you players need to do better. It's, it's always, hey, what can we all do better to, you know, contribute to getting better as a football team? And, and that starts with the head coach. And uh, like I said, like I've been saying repeatedly, I think, you know, we, we all, we all take on characteristics of the head coach, whether that's uh, you know winning, losing, never getting too high, never getting too low. We always understand that you just got to put your you know keep your chin up, get back to work. That's the only thing we can do. So um, haven't seen the article, but you know I, th- I think it's from from the way you described it, absolute nonsense. Uh, Kiko Alonso not suspended by the NFL. You saw the hit against the mm-hmm. Ravens Thursday night. I thought it was disgusting. 
Uh, your take, ridiculous to not be suspended or right move by the league to just find him? Um, I don't think Kiko is a dirty player from, uh, you know, just knowing the type of guy he is and type of player he is. And you've never seen his name come up in any of those uh Never any of those discussions. So um, usually for first-time offenders, right like that, it's, it's usually a pretty hefty fine. So I think it was uh, probably a inappropriate uh, discipline there. I, I don't think he's a dirty player, but that specific hit was that was awful. Know, that was pretty ugly. That was awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, I loved what that you know center from uh, the Ravens did after going after him because you you got to stick up for your players, especially the quarterback. And that was a that was a hit that. That probably could have been avoided. Should have been avoided. Uh, your th- and we're going to get to it later, but I wanted your take on it. The Zeke Elliott saga, it's turned into the Flategate Part 2. Now Zeke is re-re-re-re-suspended. Uh, Six-game suspension. But Jerry Jones came out and is accusing Roger Goodell of overcorrection, saying Roger is trying to make right what he got wrong with Ray Rice and had this happened before Ray Rice, this wouldn't be treated the same way. Where are you at with this? Let me let me frame it in a way I can get you to answer it. Mm-hmm. Should the league be in the investigation business? I think it's like any job, really. Whether it's uh, you know whether whether you get committed, you know, accused of a crime or convicted of a crime by law enforcement, or uh, whether you do something in the workplace that you know necessarily isn't a felony, whatever. I mean, your workplace has the right to. Hand out appropriate, you know, disciplinary action, and that's but what the NFL is doing. But should come after the legal process um, takes place? This is where the league's getting I think tripped so. up, TJ. I think I think the commissioner definitely has a lot more power uh, than he should, and I think that's something that will be very closely looked at in the next uh, collective bargaining bargaining agreement. Uh, no doubt about what that. What is that? Two thousand and twenty. I think it's twenty or twenty one. So well, you, yeah, you'll be retired four or five years you'll away. Be fine. <laughs> no, but the the point is, TJ. Yeah. The, the players, you guys now, mm. the, the way it was told to us idiots in the media is that the only team who voted no on the new CBA to the commissioner's powers was the Steelers. Everybody else voted it through, and now Goodell has these powers that nobody wants him to have. Right. So it's like, look, you got to let the legal process play out. Then Goodell can do whatever he wants to do. I'm just saying this idea that Goodell is now Inspector Clouseau they don't know what they're doing. Right. It's a disaster. I would agree with that. I think that, and like I said, I mean, I don't really recall uh, during the time in the 2010 when we had the lockout, what was going on with all those discussions. I was a young player. You know, it was my second year. and um, so. But I think a lot of people don't understand how the process really works with player reps and the and the union and when we go to battle i think every team has you know one or two reps and then they usually go and vote on it so it's not like every single player in the nfl has a vote no one was on asking your opinion so as as players as a young player especially or players that are outside of uh, of the representation of the union i think really are clueless to a lot of things other than what we read you know in articles or uh you know websites the same as uh, same as the public's able to read so i think uh people have that skewed a little bit when it comes to the uh, the you know the, the opinion that every player gets to vote on every single action in the cba it doesn't work like that it usually goes to those players uh that represent and they have the power is this, is this real Uh-oh. breaking news did i get traded on air no, that would be delicious. But no, you know, you're not screwing with it. No, this is real. Per Ian Rappaport, Eric Ebron has been traded. Just kidding. Ah. Uh. 
was that? Just kidding. We'll see. Hey, still 40 minutes left, though. Just we'll see. kidding. I just wanted to see the look on your face. I was hoping. <laughs> I was trying to go through. Yeah, I'm about to say, TJ's so smart. He's already looking on his phone. I didn't see nothing. When I saw him looking down, I knew I had him on his phone. I go, oh, boy. No, it hasn't happened. I'm just kidding. All right, let's get some of the people in the mix. Sully, do you have the rapid fire prepared? Lots of questions, yeah. Go ahead, TJ Lang with us. For, first one, any thoughts on traveling back to Green Bay for the first time, mixed emotions? Uh, haven't really thought about it, to be honest with you. I mean, I, it has crossed my mind, but yeah, I, I'm sure it'll be uh, a little bit different, a little bit weird there early, but once a, once a, you know that whistle's blown, once the ball's kicked off, you got to focus on playing football. Does Jim Caldwell's lack of emotion and extreme effort on being calm play into the field as far as a lack of urgency? No, I don't think so. I think uh, most of that is just uh, in the in the preparation f- preparation phase, you know, pregame stuff, never getting too high, never getting too low. I think the focus is always there, though. And, and one thing we've had with our team, we've never had a lack of effort. We've always, the past couple of weeks especially, has just been really a bigger lack of just execution in critical times in the football game. So, um, you know, that, you take that responsibility upon your shoulders, players. How much are Lions players aware of SOL or if they think anything about the history SOL culture? Uh, I mean, I haven't heard it <laughs> brought up. I think uh, we've got a fairly young team. There's only been a couple guys that have been around here for a really, really long time. And uh, recent history, I think, you know, two of the last three years being a fo- being a playoff team, I think most of the guys are, are accustomed to that. and it, That's where their expectations lay. So I think uh, not a lot of people. I grew up in the area, so it's different for me. But mm-hmm. uh, a lot of guys on the team don't really care about it. Don't really. I don't even think they know about <laughs> right. the fans, uh, you know, their, their disappointments over the last uh, 15, 20 years. Next. TJ, do the Lions provide food for players at the team facility, or do you have to pay for food every day? No, they provide food. We've got a really nice uh, cafeteria, breakfast, lunch, dinner, usually three meals a day, and it's uh, it's good food, man. Good nutrition. They've, we got nutritionists and always making Dietitian. sure we're fueling our bodies up properly. Lose to Green Bay. I hope they don't feed you anymore. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, carry on. Next. Are you rooting for Verlander to win the World Series tonight? Oh, Jesus. Uh, come on. <laughs> These are questions gonna, that people have. I'm not going to sit at my TV and watch and cheer for him if he wins. Good, Good for him. But, you know, it's, it's, he's playing for a different team. Obviously, he did a lot of great things here in Detroit, but he's got a different jersey on him. And, you know, if he wins, good for him. You know, but it's not like I'm going to buy a Houston Astros t shirt or you anything. You should. Like I, that. I can get one for you. Um, <laughs> a few people saying on air, TJ sounds like a young Caputo. We get that every week. Oh, come on. God. <laughs> a little raspy. You know, I haven't slept much this week, so. TJ, when will we see Taylor Decker, and what can we expect from the offensive line when he returns in terms of just a difference? Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. I know I've seen him in meetings. I think uh, obviously seeing him in the weight room working out getting his rehab in. He's looking pretty good. Hopefully in the next uh, couple weeks, you know, he can get back and, and get back to helping us. Obviously, he's a hell of a player, one of the best young left tackles out there in the NFL right now. So uh, it's like any team. Anytime you get a starter back, uh, a, a very good, productive player gives you a little bit extra boost. So I think, uh, you know, the sooner he gets back, the better. TJ, why can't you guys score touchdowns? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, oh, you know, man, football's like a, it's like That's a box good. of chocolates, man. You never know what you're going to get. So. Your Halloween costume. <laughs> All right, your favorite sports commentator. 
Oh, man. Probably, I like Tarico. Mm-hmm. Tarico is very knowledgeable. The, the amount of sports he's able to cover with with the amount of knowledge he's, he's able to uh, you know, retain and, and give out to the fans is impressive. Horse racing now. Very excited for Mikey mm-hmm. T. Carry on. TJ, did you get invited to Matt Stafford's Halloween party last night? I saw it all over Instagram. Yeah, I was there. It's a good time. Nobody, he, didn't, he didn't want a picture with you? I'm not a, you know, I'm, I've got a face for radio, Mike. I, I don't, I'm, wow. <laughs> that, I don't like pictures, but all, it was a good time. His all-pro offensive lineman <laughs> shows up to the party. He doesn't even get a picture with the quarterback. Oh, we took wow. a couple of pictures, but, you know, I don't, I'm not a big guy that's going to go post everything for the whole world to see. I think what we do in our private time should stay that way. So, but it was a great time. A lot of guys from the team there. Anytime you get a team function, uh, build a little bit more chemistry off the field, I think is definitely very important. Now, I love these type was of questions. Was on there? I think so. Yeah, you're kidding me. I mean, there was. I, I'm. Doesn't I don't take, even know who wasn't there. I think most of the guys on the team were there. Doesn't so. that take big balls to show up at the Halloween party when you might get traded? I don't know. That's. Yeah, you can't focus that on a player. It is a player. You can't. If I listen to every single rumor that was out there, I mean, it'll drive you nuts, man. You, All right. You know. All right. Next. Got to live your life. These questions are my favorite. TJ, should I leave my class right now? All I'm doing is watching a movie anyway. Yes. Probably. Why not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Next. Start trick or treating early, man. What do you miss most about living in Green Bay? Do you miss anything in particular? Um, I think the biggest thing I miss is just uh, a very small town, quiet town. Um, get a lot of family time in. You know, obviously living in a bigger city is you get a little bit more, a lot, lot busier. I miss the traffic. <laughs> probably yeah, sure. the biggest. I, it was probably five, seven minute drive to work, and now it's running about forty five minutes. So days seem a little bit longer, but obviously this is home for me. There's nothing out there. Uh, what about that pizza place? The hell was it? What in uh, Green Bay? Yeah, the place you you and. Your missus always talked. What the hell is it? Uh, Rustique? Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. They, they did have some nice restaurants up there. God, but... you make it sound like they invented pizza. One... Uh, it, was, it was solid, man. <laughs> Very solid pizza. One more here. TJ, did you know that Stafford and Kershaw were friends growing up? I think I heard that uh, uh. Sunday night uh, for the first time watching a little bit of the World Series. That's, that's pretty cool. Didn't know that. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, we go to the phones next. Tuesdays with TJ, 97.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.